Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. I am your host, Jazz. And of course, you are listening to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast. So if you are not familiar with Jonah, because I know some of y'all probably like thinking of like, oh, she's talking about celebrity Jonah Hill. No, we are talking about Jonah in the Bible. Okay, if you are unfamiliar with the story or you just need a little refresher, Jonah was a prophet that God informed to go to this particular city to warn these people that God was going to destroy them because of their sins. And instead of doing what God told him to do, Jonah decided to go with the opposite direction, get on a ship to run away from what God is asking him to do, all to run into a storm coincidence i don't think so and for his ship to wreck and then be swallowed by a great fish that people call say is a was a great well and he was inside of this well for three days and so naturally when you are trapped in something you know a revelation happens and then when he comes out of this great fish he ends up going forth and doing exactly what god has conditioned him to do to warn the people the people repenting unto god so that they don't get destroyed naturally you know, when the word of God comes to warn you. And yes, so <laughs> that was a lot. That was a lot to unpack. I tried to, you know, you know, put a little, you know, brief synopsis up there for you. <laughs> Sounded real country, trying to put a little country accent, <laughs> even though I'm from the North. But um, so it's a lot to unpack in terms of Jonah. So the first thing I want to touch on is that, you know, everyone who is God has placed on this earth, which he has placed everyone, has work to do. And the work goes beyond the four walls of the church. And it goes beyond you having a title. Sometimes people put so much emphasis on having titles and that means power and that means all of these significant things when in actuality, if you die and when your judgment comes, he's not going to look at you and say, call you by your title and tell you that you are an amazing uh, bishop, evangelist, apostle, you know, assistant pastor, co-pastor, you know, he's not going to say that he's going to call you by your name and the work that you have done and what's in your heart and how you were to God's people. So we all have to get into the mindset that we all are conditioned on this earth to do the will of the Lord, follow his commandments. And most importantly, it's about spreading the gospel for the souls. The reason why you have to understand that there, there's a reason why you don't forget your former life or who you were before you got saved for real. And I say saved for real because there's people that say they saved, but they still seesawing and one foot in and one foot out but I'm talking about when you are safe for real there's a reason why you don't forget that it's just because it's for your testimony and it's also a self-reflection of yourself to see how far you came you're not supposed to live in your past you don't want to live there but you want to remember it to look back to see where you are now as well as be able to when God has commissioned you to share that with other people that, you know, may be in the situation that you used to be in, or you can relate that you both have came out of similar situations. Okay. So that's the first thing we have to understand is that we all have work to do. 
The Bible tells us that God knew us first when we were in our mother's wombs, just like God knew Jonah when he was in his mother's womb. He already had predestined him to go forth and do work. And it's the same way with us. God has already predestined us. So we have work to do. And I think, I think where it lacks, so many people can tell you, you know, you're supposed to do all of these, but you have to believe it yourself. Some people feed off of that of other people them telling them how amazing they are, or they're going to go great things. And that's the push that they need. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't rely on that so much. Cause then it's like, are you relying on people instead of relying on what God is telling you? You know, you want to have that confidence in yourself that God has conditioned you for you. And if you want to know if, if somebody tells you that you're going to do something or you're going to be this great thing and you're unsure about it, why not go to the creator, the person that knows you best and say, hey, can you show me, help me because I'm struggling. I think we have to be honest before God. He already knows what's in your heart. He already knows what you were thinking. He already knows the, the trials and tribulations that, that we're facing. So why not be, if you're going to be vulnerable with anybody, why not be vulnerable with God? If you're unsure, if you're scared, you know, as you can see, Joan, God told Jonah to do something. And clearly he was a man after God's own heart and God loved him enough to tell him to do that. I don't believe that if, if God felt like Jonah wasn't ready, wasn't in the right place to be able to do that mission, he wouldn't have told him to do it. God is not a, you know, he's not controlling. He's not going to put you in an uncomfortable, you know, comfortable situations. I mean, granted, we do have to step outside of our comfort zone, but really a lot of the stuff is really natural to us. It's just because we were living in a different world prior to being saved. So it seems uncomfortable, but it really is quite natural for us to do certain things. If you look at it as, okay, God prepared me. He's already prepared me for this. I, what do I have fear from? I'm doing what God has told me. God has called me to do. I should not have fear. And at the end of the day, it's not about me. It is about uplifting him, giving him the glory and spreading his message and spreading his word for the people that don't know him. Because you love God so much, why would you not want to share it with other people? Now, I can understand people not wanting to be getting, get rejected, but who are we? We are no better than Jesus. Jesus walked this earth and got rejected. So for us to have the expectation of like, I I don't want to get rejected or turn, it's, 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 it's going to happen. People are not going to agree. Our you know, there's so many people in the world, like God has spared them and, but they don't want to admit it. And that's on them because at the end of the day, when they go before him, that's when they'll know. You don't want to be that person up there where God says, depart from me. I don't know you. With that, you know, that's not what he said exactly in those words, but that's how I'm putting it. (laughs) And so The reason why I said I feel like everyone has been like a Jonah is because it it always feels like, (laughs) especially if you get prophesied to by 
lead your leader or someone says something, it is like the enemy comes to test that word and so much stuff happens. And and it may not be a lot, a lot, but just enough happens to be like, you're kind of like, if this is what it's going to (laughs) be, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's worth it, but it's like, this is a lot to deal with. Some, some things is, it's just mentally draining and you're trying to understand the the benefits you're going to get out of this because right now it's a little challenging. These storms, these trials is, is a little challenging, but you have to understand that you got to think about, oh my goodness, we had a class and we learned about long suffering and how God has has suffered with us for a long period of time. You know, when you think of long suffering, you're like, uh, you're over it, you're tired. You know, you don't want to deal with it, but you got to think about the long suffering that God had to experience hurting when we were lost out into the world. And he still had hope and faith to believe that we were going to come back to him. So that's why we were able to wake up every day, even though we were walking in sin. He still had said, okay, I still have faith in my son. I still have faith in my daughter. They're going to come back to me. They're just a little bit lost right now. And he understands that we're human beings in this flesh in a world full of sin. But yet he gives us grace. God, thank you. Because I mean, (laughs) nobody's perfect. And we have to understand is that just as God has faith and trusted Jonah, why, why, why just to think that God feels that we are worthy enough to carry any type of gift and calling on our lives. It's just like, I mean, mind blowing. It's like, God, you choose me. I'm, I'm not worthy. He's probably like, yeah. I know, but that's what makes you different. I like your, you know what I'm saying? He's seen your story, your struggle, and he always knew that you would make it to this other point. So maybe you used to be a Jonah. Maybe the calling, the calling was on your life, but you ran. Maybe, maybe you ran for years, months, days, weeks, right? You know, we know Jonah dipped out and he ran and he tried to run from it. But the thing about it is, is that we, we the question, the big question is like, you do understand eventually you, you can't keep running. You just can't. Either you're going to stop running or God is going to cause an obstacle for you to stop running. Or even if he creates the obstacle for you to stop running, then still God gives us free will. We have a choice to decide if we are going to obey him or we're going to just continue to walk away. Right. But I don't think if God puts an obstacle, you, you don't, you're not going to want to listen to him. Now there, again, there are still some people that God warns people and they still don't listen. And that's, that's a whole nother thing. You know, I can't even imagine the 
the mindset, the thought process of God says, take heed and gives a warning and you still says, forget it. I can't even imagine what is going to come after that. You, you just, you just never know. And you notice that Jonah ran, but then a storm happened that put a stop on his running. I don't think he would have got on that boat if he anticipated a storm happening. You know, no, you're not going to sit there, even though, you know, if you make two rights, it's going to lead you to your destination that you're going to intentionally make two lefts and keep going all taking the long way all the way around just to get to the point to wherever you want to go to when you know the easier route, right? So I don't think he would have got on that boat. I really think that he really thought I can outrun this. I can outrun this and that's just, just that. But guess what? It, I, I bet in his mind, I just wonder what his thought process was. Like when that storm came, like you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. But then Think about it now. Can you imagine those gigantic wells that you see on the Nature Channel? Like naturally, if we were to get swallowed by something now, you're not going to live. (laughs) You're not going to live. But it's almost comical that God allowed him to get swallowed by this gigantic fish, right, and live, right? God will allow you to go and try to take your own detour, right? Cause, cause <laughs> construction, right? Uh, it's not even a detour up. Uh, put a halt on your plans of what it is that you thought you were going to do, but he is not going to allow it to kill you. You can run, but like I said, you have the choice of either you're going to run on your own or God is going to cause you to stop running on your own, but he's going to allow you to run. But when you finally stop, just know the thing that stopped you, he ain't going, it's not going to kill you. Come on here. Talk about, again, talk about God's grace. He's going to allow you to run and he's going to allow you to run so you can't run no more. And that, that whatever it is, there's, there's so many things that you hear people's testimony of things of like the place that they are, what caused them to be saved. And and you hear so many stories of things that like people like, I should have died. You can think of so many things that, that happened in your life that like you could have died in it. Car accidents. If you were someone that did drugs, hanging with the wrong people, fell asleep at the wheel, you know, so many situations that happen, right? Or even if, even if you were a person that ended up in the hospital, whether it was from sickness or drug-related alcohol usage, uh, car accidents, you just—it's a plethora of things. But God allowed you to live through it. He allowed you to live through it, right? So in that moment where, you know, people call it a near-death experience, that's when people really start to reflect on their lives. And so you can look, think of that, where Jonah is inside this great fish. He probably thought he was going to die. But he didn't die. God allowed him to be immersed inside this giant fish for three days, right? 
there's so, oh my goodness. There's just lessons alone in terms of like being in that space for three days. You got to understand he's inside this well. He don't have no food. He don't have no water. He, he think about in modern time now, he ain't got no cell phone, no, nothing to entertain him. He is just in this space. All he has is to reflect back. You have no choice but to think of like, what got you here? Right? What what got you here? He, I know for a fact, the first thing that if I didn't, I ran and this is where it got me. Then you got to think, did God do this? Did God put a stop to me running? And if God put a stop to me running, wow, he stopped me from running and I could have died in the storm or I could have died from this fish eating me, but he allowed me to live. Now it's like, okay, so how long am I going to be in here? What, what do I do with my time in here? And, you know, one, <laughs> clearly he's fasting. <laughs> like I said, he don't have no food, he don't have no water. So then you, you, I don't know. You, just think about it. You know, you understand the importance of he's fasting and praying. He's fasting and praying because, like I said, a revelation happened to where he did get out and he did do what God told him to do. But in that time, there was no distractions. Oftentimes, you notice that, like, there are so many distractions that can happen, especially to aid in your procrastination and your deliredness and your running. You could utilize... I, I strongly believe that God interrupted so many people's plan in 2020 because when you are in the house, you can't go nowhere. You don't know the state. What else are you going to do? Your normal distractions of that you used to do, you can't do it. You know, people were utilizing the bars. They were utilizing the clubs. They were utilizing this, that, and the third. But it's like in the state of the world where it's just this panic God put a stop to a lot of people's plans and of people that was running, hiding, lying, being deceitful because you can't do it, you know, face to face in person with people. Now, not to say that some people weren't, but it was you. It was a difference. It was a huge difference. And I truly believe that he. That was a, a, a stop to a, a lot of things that people were doing. And some people in that time that they were in the house, they could have been like Jonah or you could have been like Jonah. And you said, you know what? I can't go nowhere. I can't go into church. You know, use utilize that time to build their spiritual man and grow closer to God. The question is, when that time, when that time of 2020, was that what you were doing? Was your home this great fish? Were you utilizing your time? Because was the peak of COVID, was it for three months? I know it's like continued on, but then it kind of like 
for some reason it kind of like died down but it was still around was it three months I don't know we listen we might need to look up the significance of the number three (laughs) but you just gotta think about that of like and even fast forward to now are there things that have been delayed halted in your life right now and you're not understanding why why it's happening have you taken the time back to say okay I need to I need to stop and I need to listen and hear God I need to I need to repent I need to ask for forgiveness and I need clear directions and an understanding of what it is that he wants me to do. And the next lesson we certainly can can learn is that even though Jonah ran and he had in his mind that he had all of this control of his life, God is always in control. God is always in control. He's not controlling, but he's always in control. Even though he ran, he knew God, God was like, I know he's not running. Okay. But a storm happened because God is still in control. He said, you know what? I'm not going to, no hurt, harm, or danger is going to come to you. But you have, but you have to understand that you can't keep running. God is like, I love you. I wouldn't have given you this gift if I didn't trust and I didn't believe in you. We thank God for his mercy. We thank God for his grace, you know, and you see how God used Jonah being stuck in this bad situation, right? He's in there for three days. He got no food, no water, right? But he used this bad situation to allow Jonah to see the calling on his life, which is similar to, to us. Think about what helped you to get saved or what point in your life where you you said you know what I want to see about this Jesus thing I want to see about God you got to think about that oh this it's just so much that I just I want to talk about you know as far as Jonah and I feel like I might have to do this in a second part um but you know I want to pose the question to you are you Jonah are you running from your calling? Are you running from God? Well, until the second part, don't forget to hit that replay, replay, replay and send this episode, of course, to someone you know that may needs to hear this. And until part two.